welcome to the WWE Hot House. Look at these lovely Hot House orchids. What we do is we bring them along really quickly. They might not be able to survive outside and so we tend to them and we bring them along quicker than other flowers might. And look at the beautiful vibrant colours here and we give them a special care and make sure that they are well looked after throughout all of the beginnings of their life. Oh, I'm bored now. Yeah, close the house up. Yeah, well, maybe this pot can stay, but these flowers here, the Oberfemis. Yeah, the Oberfemis, they can go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I was interested in them in the first place. Now, that little psychodrama <laughs> is what might be happening to Oberfemi because the man who won the breakout tournament is being pushed to the moon. Yes, he is. And more of that in a moment. But spoiler alert, he wins a belt on this week's NXT. He's only just arrived, really. They are really high on him. And um, I hope, just in the way that I hoped that lots of wrestlers like, you know, um, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, I really hope they continue to to be interested in him. <laughs> the Alligator Man, Skinner, is another one. Or, to come up to more recent times, Lexis King. Not Lexus, no. Lexis. I don't want to be sued. So yeah, Lexis King, who seems to have lost a little bit of momentum since he was put in the main event with the big guys at NXT. Now, I don't want this to happen to Oberfemi because I do think he's got a really interesting look. I don't know much about his promo skills because we haven't heard much of them, which leads me to believe that probably they aren't great. However, he did produce something this week that made me sit up and take notice, which was they will all, all the superstars will crumble under my feet or something like that. It was quite, quite a nice thing to say. But, um, more of him in a minute because we are getting ahead of ourselves and we wouldn't want that would we we wouldn't know where we were if tomorrow is the day before we think it is are we doing what we've done before thank you ian gillen and the gillen band or just gillen actually very nice their best album in my view future shock although magic's very good as well isn't it from 1982 now we're here to talk wrestling not to talk ian gillen although i could you know for quite some time Early on, in fact, right at the beginning of this um, NXT, we have Nikita Lyons arriving to fight Blair Davenport and they fight in the car park and then the action spills. I mean, they've got a great sense of direction. I don't know if they have a sat-nav with them. Wrestling sat-nav, turn left to the ring. Turn left to the locker room. Do a U-turn and go back to the ring post. Because they find themselves by the ring. And it's so lucky that both of them have turned up tonight in their wrestling gear. 
There's no, I'm going into the locker room, I'm going to get changed. I might have a shower before I go out and then time for some stretching. No, they both turned up. It may be a long commute. I don't know. They might be on the bus. They could be on the I-59, whatever they call it in America. You know, they, they might have, they, I, I don't know, they might have a Segway. I don't know what it is, but how they got there, but a pogo stick perhaps or a space hopper. But they're all in their wrestling gear and in it lucky because they fight. So there are kicks and punches, quite a fast Nikita Lyons Simone drop. But Blair gets those nasty knee strikes for the pin. And I hope this doesn't spoil or stymie Nikita Lyons comeback because I quite like her really. Now, Gallus and Corbin are arriving. Sorry, Boredom is arriving. Yeah, Baron Boredom, isn't he? However, he's not that boring tonight. Scoop, he's not that boring. I do like that he's um, fighting with, in the Dusty Classic, with Bron Breaker. And he comes through the door and Bron just scoots through the door before him. I'll go through first, thank you. It's lovely. Really nicely done. It's just, it, it's very simple and lovely. What's not simple is this long psychodrama. I've used the phrase again. Um, or word again. It's all one, one long word, you see. With Trick and Mellow. Yeah, Trick is angry at Mellow interfering. Mellow seems happy. One seems happy when the other seems sad. It's a symbiotic relationship. I don't know. Oh, dear. Anyway, here we got Gallus versus Boredom and Breaker. Now, early on, we've got Breaker handling Gallus, both of them, both Wolfgang and Mark Coffey. And um, you've got... Um, no... That's right, Boredom struggles a little bit more when he's in that. Well, I say Boredom. No, it's Boredom who, who, um, who handles Gallus. Breaker struggles a bit more, that's right. Um, then you've got a big Mark Coffey clothesline, which is nice. They all get in. The referee allows it. Don't worry. It's, I'm very free and easy. I'm going to allow everything. Don't you worry. And there's a drop kick to Boredom on the outside. Here's the ring post with his fist. Ding! Then you've got some Breaker suplexes. He suplexes both of Gallus. He picks them up both. And suplexes them both. And it's both. Both good and both excellent. And there's a, um, a Broadbreaker gut buster, which um, he throws one Gallus onto the other, kips up, and he wins with a spear. Or is it with the end of days? I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't really, that's not really the important bit. The important bit is that they're enjoying it and smiling at each other and kind of sticking their tongues out in delight. That sort of thing. The Gene, the Gene Simmons kind of trick. Yeah. Now... We know that last week, Tiffany Stratton lost the farmhand or servant match. So she will be a farmhand. Now, Fallon Henley, in a kind of Daisy Duke sort of tied up shirt and shorts, you know, just, she doesn't look like a farmhand. She looks like Vogue's idea of a farmhand. Looks, she looks far too... Anyway... Here comes Tiff with a pink cowgirl outfit and she starts gagging, you know, from the smell. What does muck mean, she says at one point. Now, I suppose, even I thought, and I'm a real Tiffany Stratton fan, even I thought, you should know what that means or at least have Googled it. Now you know you're going to do it. There's a great moment when a horse next to her, because within the stables, a horse whinnies next to her and she just screams. That's a really good off-the-cuff moment. I do like that and I'm looking forward to seeing what else happens in these little vignettes? Spoiler alert, not enough. Now, 
We've got Lyra in. She's a serious champion, is Lyra. Serious champion. And um, it's a 20-woman battle royal, I think it's next week. Now, uh, Lola Vice comes to say that she's won the women's breakout tournament. She can cash in whenever she wants. I didn't even realise that, and I watched it. Yeah, that just shows how much I'm zoning out of NXT sometimes. They do the back and forth chat. They're not really very good. It's that kind of, yeah, well, I'm going to beat you. Yeah, well, I'm going to beat you because, yeah, well, I'm going to beat you a million times. Yeah, well, I'm going to beat you a million times plus infinity. No callbacks. That sort of thing. And then uh, Lopez and, um, well, they, they both attack. You know, Lola Vice and Lopez both attack Lyra. Tatum packs this in, of course, to make the save. She kind of she just has some chat about saying that they won't break them up because they're great friends, you see. Now, here's Metaphor, and Briggs wants a rematch. He will get that in a little while, but not with Noam Dar for the Heritage Championship. No, or the Heritage Cup. No. Now, here's Dragon Lee, who says he's sorry, says to Ava, who seems to be the big cheese, or sort of medium cheese, maybe, around there, because you don't see Shawn Michaels, do you? He's, you know, here's the Howard Hughes of NXT. You don't see him. What she has to do later is cut those toenails, which I understand are about five foot long, because he's never get, he's never come out of that of that office. Never. So, she, he apologises to her for not being there last week. Suddenly, up walks Lexis, Lexis King, with a contract for a, for a title shot for the North American Championship. Right. How? Did he go to see Shawn Michaels behind Ava's back? He doesn't say he did. Is Ava upset about this? She doesn't seem to be. Are there rules? No! And that's not good. Okay. Here's... Briggs getting his shot against Mensa. Ah, see what you did there. Now, Briggs is the bigger man. He dumps Mensa down, but Mensa gets some kicks in, a low forearm to the back of the head. There's a leg capture dump from Briggs, and then a malfunction at the junction when um, Dar is in the corner. I think he wants to hold Briggs in the corner. Hold me now. Uh, I think that's the Thompson twins, isn't it? Blimey. And um, some of you will get that. Most of you won't. And you know what? I'm not too bothered. Because I like to be esoteric if I can. Yeah, I can get I can get um, some ointment or cream for that, I understand. Anyway, he's in the corner and Mensa runs into the corner, kicks Dar and Briggs wins. So I suppose he'll get a title shot? I don't know. Now, let's get back to the vignette. You know, with um, the farmhand. Yes. Tiff's got some, a hose that she's kind of walking about with and doesn't really know what to do with, and some hay. She um, has to wash Buttercup, the horse. And we, what they do is, <clears throat> yes, what they do, is, I'm just clearing my throat because this is really poor, is that we see some horse poo, horse detritus, on the floor. And then what they've done is they have um, overlaid fart, farting noises. Breaking wind noises. Trumping, as we say in this country. Trumping noises. I mean, horses don't often make that kind of noise when they do defecate. But they want it to be funny, folks. It's not very good. Then she has to muck out. It's not enough for us to, 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 to see what she's got to do. We have fly noises as well. Because it's dirty, folks. 
<sighs> right, here are out of the mod Lucian Price and Bronco Nima versus La Famiglia. Because this has been coming for a while, hasn't it? Because they beat Trace Chase U and all of that for the tag team belts. It's alright, you know. I mean I don't really I don't really favour out of the mod, but I don't think it's their fault. I think they've been really badly handled by the WWE. Um anyway, there's some really good double team action from OTM to, to start. But La Famiglia were the real ones who do this because Tony D'Angelo, he just grabs stacks and throws him all over the place. For instance, throws him onto Price. There's a very nice Nima electric chair into a Price forearm to the back of the neck. That's on the apron, or rather from the apron on the outside. It's really nice. Tony gets a clothesline and the muscled up slam, which is lovely. There is a very near fall for OTM. Stacks is clothesline over the top because he tries to get him. Oh yeah, clothesline over the top. And then there's a bada bing, bada boom for no pin, which I'm very surprised about. Then you've got Scripps trying to get involved. I always get Stacks and the Scripps mixed up because the names are so similar. Scripps gets stopped and La Famiglia win. You don't need to know. It's not even... The important thing was putting them both over and it actually did. So that's rather nice. Now, that sneaky JC Jane. Well, she's not really sneaky because she's already told Andre Chase that she's going to take over. I told him last week. So she's bit. There's no reason why we should have that anonymous thing, you know, where the, someone takes a photo and puts it on social media, that sort of thing. She's talking to the women of Chase U, or some of them, if I can use that word, sort of saying, well, we need to change and things need to, things need to happen and we need to have a change. But she's already said she's going to do that. So I don't know why you need to be so whole in, in the corner about it. Not quite sure. Now, we've got Oberfemi saying that others will crumble beneath his feet. His feet. They are big feet. And then Lexis King is in brandishing a title shot. Now, hubris, thy name is King. Because what's going to happen later really casts a shadow over what he's done. He's delighted that he's got this title shot, but he won't be very soon. Okay, Cora Jade versus Gigi Dolan. Now, Cora Jade is supposed to be coming back and he's not... And he's supposed to be a big heel. So the competing chants in this match will not be really what the WWE want to hear. Now, Rich Holland and Joe Coffey square up to each other in an argument backstage. You're both vaguely English, aren't you? You're both in the UK. Let's put you together. Now, Jade is uh, on top for most of this match. Misses a basement dropkick, though. Big clothesline, back elbow, headlock is worked. That's when you get the competing chance. Dolan tries a basement dropkick, but Jade grabs the ref to save herself, which is quite nice, actually, and hits the jaded for the pin. It wasn't that good. And here's something else I'm not particularly bothered about. Jada Parker will join OTM. She'll join out the mud because they need another... Now, at that point, I expect the script, who seems to be their kind of advisor, I expect that I would have said, J just a minute, I don't know about this. He seems to go along with it. I don't know why I'd say, well, hold on a minute. We don't really know what you're bringing to the table, are you? I mean, you're not even giving us a pitch. It's not like Dragon's Den, is it? You know, it's not like that, is it? Where you That's the English version of that thing where you where you do the, you know, the, you know, where people pitch things to multimillionaires and they say, I'm going to give you all the money and I want 100% of the business. Always oh, sounded like a good deal. I was going to go for 150. Now, um, 
here's Hank and Tank versus Axiom and Frazee. Hank and Tank aren't going to win this, but they have a go. It's for the Dusty Classic. There's a big Hank and Tank sandwich. Heavy on the meat, that one, but not heavy on the sauce because they are a bit vanilla. And I really like them, though, and I want them to do better. Now, a nasty phrase is your DDT. Axion is just dumped and then gets hit with a splash. There's a phrase is your hot tag, but he forced to a sit-out powerbomb. They're not going to get their own way, you know. Those two high flyers. Then you get the two high flyers. I mean, showing their speed, but there's a, and there's a big clothesline. Axion forced to a big clothesline. And then, oh, did he, did he hit a big clothesline? He might have hit one, actually. And then Frazier gets the Phoenix Splash for the pin. I think they could go quite far in this Dusty Classic, and I really hope they do. In fact, I'd like them to win it, to be honest. Now, here's back to mocking out. They're all laughing at, um, at Tiffany Stratton. Right, Briggs is there. He was in the ring not half an hour ago. Why is he there? unless he's got some kind of temporal time warp or, um, I don't know, a, a DeLorean. It's your kids, Marty, your kids. I just I just don't know. Anyway, she's mucking, mucking out. Tiffany doesn't look that dishevelled, really. She's got artful little bits of, of, of dirt on her, so she falls into a bath. It's not going to be the funniest thing you'll ever see in a wrestling programme. And that's a shame, because Tiffany Stratton deserves better. Okay, and she didn't even say, ooh, I don't think, or gross, or anything like that. Now, here's your main event, and it would be Dragon Lee versus Lexis King. He's got that, that North American belt shot, you see, that he was crowing about. Here's a spoiler alert. It's not about King. So, before that, we've got Blade and Inoffi not being able to focus, because... Brinkley Reese is excited for them, I think, from the Dusty Classic. She looks exactly and behaves exactly like Thea Hale. You might want to look at your gimmick here, because someone else is already doing it. Okay, they trade headlocks and leg locks, which is nice. King takes Lee over the top. Then get, King gets some punches and a head crank. It looks like he's doing well here. Single leg for, um, for Lee. He rolls through, hits an outside in drop kick. And then a very nice dog-in drop kick to the corner. It really it almost reaches his backbone, to be honest. Chop shop, dring, the chop shop is open. Oh! And then a king forearm to the back of the head. But Lee gets the destination dragon for the pin. And that's your NXT. That's, oh no, hang on. Who's this? Why, it's Uber Femi, the hothouse flower himself. He cashes in. Immediately, Dragon Lee gets a huge. Tornado DDT, but falls to a Femi powerbomb for the pin. And it makes me think that Dragon Lee was just keeping it warm for this big breakout star, who I hope we will see flourishing in the hothouse and then put out to flourish even more in the coming weeks. You know what? I worry. But I don't worry about patreon.com forward slash SNME. Sunday Night's Made Event, who I'm doing this programme for. If you fancy great pop culture and wrestling podcasts at a small amount of money, it's about a dollar a week. Then do have a look at this, because it's great. I love it. I know you will too. This week's NXT, though, 
was a bit patchy. In fact, a bit less than patchy. Some of the patches were a bit big. In fact, some of them filled the whole wall. Ooh, gross. Ta-ta.